0: Just as the living Father sent me, and I live because of the Father, so the one who feeds on me will live because of me. This is the bread that came down from heaven. Your ancestors ate manna and died, but whoever feeds on this bread will live forever. He said this while teaching in the synagogue in Capernaum. John chapter 6, verses 52 through 59. There have literally been entire church and denominational splits over these verses, over the entire issue of communion. What exactly does it mean? What exactly is going on with the bread and the wine? And this passage is really the heart of much of the conflict. When we take the bread and we take the wine or we take the juice on a Sunday morning, what exactly is going on there? Was Jesus speaking literally here, as the Catholics believe, where his body and his blood are literally and physically transformed into the bread and wine so that we can eat it? Is he meaning, as the Anglicans believe, that Jesus is spiritually present and consumed in the communion elements? Or is the whole thing purely a metaphor, with the bread and the wine serving as remembrances, as symbols, and nothing more as many Protestant churches believe? We will likely never agree on this for certain, and one day we will get to heaven and find out for sure. But let's not miss out on the power of Jesus' words, and also how shocking they must have been to his original audience. If a man on the street told you that he wanted you to literally eat his flesh and drink his blood, most likely we would be moving real quick in the opposite direction. What's more, Scripture in Leviticus actually forbids clearly the drinking of blood. For the Jewish people, it was unthinkable, and it was the Jewish people who are in Jesus' audience right now. But Jesus says, unless you eat and drink, you have no life. This is real food. This is real drink, he says. The eating and drinking seems to be conditional for eternal life, whatever is going on. The fact that Jesus says my flesh is real food and my blood is real drink suggests that something crucial and real is going on here. There is a religious term called sacraments, which literally means a sacred act, which in Christian churches has referred to an outward action that reflects an inner reality. Protestant and Anabaptist churches only hold to two sacraments, baptism and communion, as these are the only two that Jesus specifically told us to do. An outward action that reflects an inward reality, a physical ceremony that demonstrates a spiritual truth, We can debate over the exact nature of communion until we get to heaven, but the important part is what it demonstrates, that Christ's blood was shed and his body was broken for us and he has called us to eat. When we eat something, it remains in us. It becomes a part of us for a little while. By ingesting the bread and ingesting the wine, it becomes one with us. It remains with us just as we are one with Christ and we remain in him. Communion demonstrates the union of us with Jesus, our oneness with Him, that spiritual reality that is proclaimed in physical form through the act of eating and drinking together. Most Protestant and Anabaptist churches have a fairly weak view of communion. It's a quick ceremony sandwiched in, amongst other things, on a Sunday morning. Theology differences aside, there's much we can learn from the reverence in which the Catholics or the Anglicans participate at the Lord's table. But as we ponder all of these things today, let's also ponder this. Where in your life have you had a particularly meaningful communion experience? What was it that made it meaningful? And how might you recapture some of that meaning as you celebrate communion in the future?